Hey guys, thanks for listening to another great episode. Yes, there's like a lot of weird things happening, but I did promise you the second half of the Jurassic series. And of course, I have to bring myself all the way back to the uh, earlier times, or at least the mid-2010s, uh, which has brought us to 2015's Jurassic World, which is the reintroduction of Jurassic Park, but with a whole new... With a whole new look on everything, you know? So, of course, we have Chris Pratt, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, Vincent D'Onofrio, and B.D. Wong. Uh, surprisingly, uh, reprising a role on in many occasions uh, throughout the series. So, just bear with me on this one. So, of course, uh, this film is set in 22 years after the last events over in Jurassic Park, which... In essence, it could have been right around in the first one or the second one that they decided to do that. But I'm, I'm going to probably get a good guess that this happens on the third uh, film that we I accomplished with that one. So, of course, uh, 22 years later, we brought ourselves with a brand new park with a lot of updates on security, which is like electric fence, uh, docile creaturing... Literally, the park became like its own zoo, and for its own rights, it should be. So, of course, we're brought to the attention of uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's uh, nephews uh, coming in, which is the darling of both. um, Sorry, it's Claire. She plays Claire uh, in the film. And her nephews is Zach and Gray Mitchell, which they are visiting for the first time the new Jurassic World theme park. Sorry. And this is set on none other than the Isle uh, Nubara, which ergo is like the essential location of all the dinosaurs and all that in an island. So, of course, uh, after establishing that we are having ourselves a family adventure, we're brought to our uh, hero, so to speak, which is the form of Chris Pratt, play, uh, playing as the uh, uh, the trainer of all things, Velociraptors, uh, Owen uh, Grady. Of course, his uh, main uh, his main team, which comprises of four Raptors. We have Charlie, Delta, and Echo, and his prize one, the main hunter, which is actually a female, by the way, is uh, Blue. And the reason why we that character is called Blue is because of the, if you notice very closely to the design of each raptor, the one that's dubbed Blue has more of a, a gray-bluish tint in her skin, which ergo line, you know, the whole thing. So, of course, uh, with everything's going around and the whole park is not literally a, a trap, so to speak, uh, Claire is uh, with the new owner, which is uh, Simon Monahari, um, which is expecting a lot of things, especially this new addition that they're trying to put into the, uh, the uh, exhibit, which is the Indominus Rex, which is a gene splice uh, version of Tarantula's Rex and many others which we didn't, don't know about that one so 
thanks to the geneticist, who's played by B.D. Wong, by the way, uh, is Dr. Henry Wu. And this is like combining all the DNA and creating this one creature. Uh, without them knowing that, hey, this creature is like literally a dominant species, it's becoming a little too dangerous. It's becoming aggressive as late. And somehow uh, it did plot its own escape by doing many different things with itself, uh, hiding in plain sight and causing someone to open the main doors, which they shouldn't have. But at the same time, uh, as unaware of our uh, park uh, attendees, that they assume that this is not going to happen like previous uh, rumors of the previous movies, which, come on, honestly, we're talking about a dinosaur film here, people. We know that some of us fans who have seen the original knows that something's going to happen. Of course, there's no denying it, there's no lying. So, of course, yes, chaos and shoes, uh, every single island uh, area is literally um, being attacked, being all this and that. And, of course, the uh, whole park thing is like, yes, we're going to have to contain all this, we're going to have to get our people to safety, which, ergo, yeah, there was um, a lot of chaotic stuff happening uh, in the park causing uh, a, a mishap with the uh, kids, mishaps with the attendees, people who go to this park to just relax and all that. So of course, yeah, it's like crazy. So of course, uh, everyone who was uh, still around, who's, un who's not unalive, uh, able to escape the island, escape, but realizing that Claire has accidentally have not kept tabs of her nephews that her nephews are still lost in the island somewhere around the island so now they're not only rescuing them they're also on a hunt for this big industrial creature so of course uh, thanks to Owen and his team of raptors he's literally uh, running this course of um, things happening of course, uh, unbeknownst to Owen, uh, the second half of the Indominus gene, gene splicing was not only of a T-Rex, but also of several strands of Velociraptor DNA, which makes the Indominus Rex not only a far distant cousin of the raptor, but also a superior version of both the raptor and the T-Rex combined. So, yeah, it's, it's already crazy enough to even think of how, you know, insane this uh, film caused with the whole genetics thing. So, of course, during that whole refuge and all that, yes, the Indominus actually uh, commandeered Blue's team and literally, like, you know, turned them against them. Uh, of course, Owen escapes, but uh, the rest of the team just, like, unalive, in a way. So, of course, uh... While everyone is starting to evacuate, uh, Dr. Wu decides to like, okay, I'm about to pack up everything. I'm going to take whatever samples and all DNA that I encourage with this whole thing with us. And of course, uh, that does give us like uh, valuable information uh, in the future that these will be, you know, further in investigated, if you will. You know, and that's like insan insanity top one right there. 
of course, the last showdown is, of course, having ourselves at the park uh, with Claire with the nephews uh, trying to find a way to work around of how to escape while trying to abandon, abandon the island, as well as uh, Owen and Claire trying to make sure that whatever happens here happens to stop this like dangerous creature from ever going outside the island. So of course, um, Owen is like literally trying his best to work with his remaining raptors, uh, trying to break more like a bond with them, so to speak. And of course, that does work. Uh, Blue, on the other hand, took a while for her to like, you know, realizing like, wait a minute, Owen has been the person who's raised me and all that. Which will be explained in the second one how important this was, and of course um, Claire releasing not only uh, in in the eyes for us um, fans, and of course you guys really do love that scene as much as I do, having to involve the T Rex coming out charging at this Indominus Rex, uh, battling with a with Blue the rap, the Velociraptor. And then out of nowhere, uh, and even so, some of us should have seen this in story as we've seen that big giant fish dino, dino comes up and snatch him and drags him down into the water. Of course, everything is hunky-dory. Uh, there's no way of the creatures ever leaving because everything's locked down and literally uh, not all of them could swim. But at the same time, um, there would be some sort of like ways to try and survive the uh, the near extinction of them coming back to life. Which, in ergo, the uh, the only sense of this whole film uh, to start off the gene- the Jurassic start of it would be just like yeah, it, it's it's gonna happen again. It's gonna be future told and all that. Now, keep in mind, that was the first Jurassic World. That's a reintroduction of how, uh, back in Jurassic Park, how things were not of safety, not a par. Uh, Engine is, is literally trying to create the perfect safe park, which was successful except for one detail that someone actually deems by something. So that's kind of like a problem right there, <laughs> as it is. So, which brings us to our 2018-2017 kind of feel of this film. And this one takes place like a good, you know, a couple of months down the line of the film. So, just just bear with us on this one. So, of course, uh, we are brought to Jurassic World. Uh, Fallen Kingdom, which gives us our returning characters, as well as one reprising master, uh, which uh, entails us that this was going to be definitely uh, part of the whole genre of how we should have known this. This is something so crazy. It's unthinkable, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's understandable. So, of course, uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom takes place uh, shortly after the events of the first one, uh, which is a bunch of people who's trying to recover the remaining uh, 
material of the Indominus Rex. Pretty much more like what was the the thing that was down, down, taken down, and all that. So of course uh, there was a two-pronged hack, which is uh, the creature is the uh, Mosasaurus, which is that aquatic uh, creature we saw from the last film. Uh, trying to bring down whoever was trying to disturb its uh, feeding habits or its, its feeding ground so to speak and of course uh, to almost to the final escape uh, is that the T-Rex was still around the area so just in case of anything was gonna happen that's what that's what's gonna happen so approximately three years after that whole event uh, of course the uh, Senate was trying to see whether or not if the dinosaurs should be saved off of the island that they're now inhabiting which is soon to explode because of a, of due to a volcanic eruption comes our wonderful reprisal of the original cast in a way uh dr e malcolm dr e malcolm has been betrayed by none other than the great legendary uh jeff goldblum uh trying to tell everyone that uh, this is how uh, the world is like literally trying to correct itself. It's trying to be rid of the dress world, which literally he didn't want the creatures to live. But lo and behold, they're here, uh, and there's some ways that they may or may not may not able to want to keep this creature because of how originally John Hammond and a partner of all things uh, wanted to keep up uh, with the successful dinosaur theme park so to speak uh hammond's former partner who actually brought up with this whole uh, decision with how to uh clone these dinosaurs is none other than sir benjamin lockwood uh sir benjamin lockwood is none other than the uh, uh protagonist or somewhat protagonist um the gentleman who, um, do for me guys, it's just been a long while. Uh, the gentleman who, uh, who literally has, uh, been, uh, known for being his silent partner of all things, uh, summons Claire, who was trying their best to try to do a protection group for the dinosaurs, the ones that they feel the need to save a lot more than the other ones and of course uh this leads us to more of a somewhat backstory a little bit slowly into it but at the same time uh he he told claire that he has a plan to relocate the dinosaurs into a new island uh sanctuary one that's free of the whole you know volcanic thing and all that jazz and the only reason why uh, Claire is brought to it because she was originally part of the operation management team over in the Richard Island. And there's something that's providing them not to be able to grab the animals off the island. Now the only other reason why uh, we're seeing uh, Owen coming back with Claire is because his prize, or at least his... Um, his top team leader blue was still on the island and they need to capture her uh and involved with that so of course um we are brought to the attention that hey 
they're going over to the island, they're going to rescue some dinosaurs, end of story, right? Uh, that in itself was a leading part of a different side story, if you will, uh, due to the fact that there is uh, Lockwood, Lockwood's uh, adopted uh, granddaughter. Uh, has been living in the estates and overhearing these plans to be uh, selling these things to overmarket, especially uh, having a genetic altered new dino, uh, which is in the Indi Indo Raptor, which of course it's again another version, but this time's a smaller version of what we've seen in the previous one. So this one is literally the Raptor size. A version of it but at the same time it's totally different that uh, blue blue is needed uh, for this thing and for the side story of all this uh, and this is how the film does progress into why Hammond and Lockwood wanted to be joined with this whole thing it's due to the fact that uh, Lockwood lost his one and only daughter in some sort of weird accident. Now here comes the craziest part. The craziest part is, is that Maisie is the clone daughter of Lockwood's uh, family. And it is like, it's already insane because it's very unheard of and very unethical that uh, human cloning was ever has been introduced. So even so, there was a, a prior test subject, a uh, patient zero, if you will, of uh, testing out this whole weird uh, notion that this person can be cloned from a dead person and can be brought back to life uh, in a different manner or form. So, of course, um, after Maisie realizing that she has like this weird connection to this uh, Indoraptor. And it's been shown into the film, and even though it's kind of crazy at the same time. Uh, also, at the weird part is is that uh, during the time that they were transferring Blue, Blue did get injured, and she needed to be, uh, you know, infused with something. She got infused with, I believe, another dino's uh, blood, which ergo gives us this whole. This whole strange notion, though, that the Indo is actually operating on instinct and not on, you know, commands, which is very, very uh, thought out on the whole script. So, of course, uh, yes, the whole estate of Lockwood being overrun with not only dinosaurs that have been transferred from the island, but at the same time, uh, this Indoraptor that is like literally like on on this on this like weird way of like you know this whole you know instinctual uh, attacking of course yes uh, from that one we are literally uh, we are literally uh, out on the whole the dinosaurs are now among the living there in like literally shopping malls and all that and literally the world is now trying to adapt the new uh, dominant species if you will uh, with the dinosaurs literally are uh, everyday creatures that are roaming the streets 
So, of course, uh, this brings us to our final and third act, which is Jurassic World Dominion. And this happens four years after the uh, events of that one. So this one takes place uh, almost roughly at the same time of this film, 2022. Yes, we are finally at the very end of this one. And this sets four years after the Lockwood Estate, which does kind of help us out knowing that the dinosaurs did live and find themselves, you know, among the other things. There's still a lot of crazy things happening in global uh, workings. Of course, uh, there is always a um, always a different thing. Uh, Claire Darling, uh, Zia Rodriguez, and Franklin Webb, of which is almost like the original team back then, uh, literally. Um, still has the protections group and investigating weird strange things whereas Owen is a wrangler now oh, would you believe it uh, being helped by Maisie uh, both Maisie and, La- and Owen are like doing things like a cattle ranch thing but also at the same time getting away from whatever is something that's attacking her so to speak because uh, her DNA is a, a strange thing. So, of course, Blue is actually literally uh, with Owen, realizing that uh, she had a kid. Blue literally developed a, like, an egg out of nowhere. And, uh, and of course, there is, like, this strange group that's not only hunting her but also the new baby uh, at the same time uh, Biocene which is that group uh, that is like throughout this whole thing is literally starting to come out of the woodwork trying to go after a few other things and of course uh, thanks to the whole area they're now able to find uh, Maisie and Beta. Beta is this new little blue dinosaur that uh, Maisie named after. And of course, uh, and, and this is the weirdest way, um, we are reintroduced to the uh, phlebotomist and the paleontologist of the first series. So we have Dr. Ellie uh, Sadler, uh, which is our, uh, our wonderful um, cast member who is uh, Wander and Dr. Alan Grant which is of none other than Sam Neill uh, reprising the roles in this with this whole craziness of a dinosaur field that they are in so of course now uh, realizing that this is what's happening it's like co- totally crazy now keep in mind, uh, when we are reintroduced to Dr. Ian Malcolm, he he was listed as a mathematician, he was considered a person of interest for the entire series, but now we list him uh, in the third film as a chaos theorist, which is like weird, because it's like, it's something totally different uh, that we will see him in, but at the same time, uh... At the same time, it's uh, it's Dr. Wu, uh, none other than B.D. Wong himself, 
like totally understands that something's weird and all that and at the same time gives us more of an in-depth of why uh, certain things are happening uh, this is where Wong is deciding to reveal to Maisie that not only that Dr. Charlotte Lockwood, which is originally uh, Benjamin Lockwood's daughter, and former colleague to Dr. Wong, uh, was used to create Maisie uh, by not only having uh, her uh, birth being of an asexual and causing how the um, the weirdness is that the weirdness is that uh, the whole genetic dinosaur asexual it's it's very sciencey just even thinking about it. But at the same time, this actually caused an ideal reasoning why uh, that these were created to create something like a pathogen to many things. So of course the. Uh, Believe it or not, this is actually a type of flying dinosaur, by the way. Uh, it's a type of pterosaur, if you will. Uh, which is a colossal, uh, which is literally a pterodactyl. Attacks the airspace, causing everyone to like go crazy, go haywire. At the same time, having ourselves like kind of chasing around, uh, or biocene is doing everything. Of course, uh, this breed of locusts is kind of like trying to incinerate Biocene's, uh, uh, Biocene's, uh, crops, but at the same time, that's the food source for certain things. So, of course, uh, when almost everyone is nearly together, uh, uh, it is, like, totally weird on having... Just another character, and this is so weird, even for me to even say this. Dodson! Dodson! Uh, <laughs> literally uh, became a final casualty, if you will, uh, to... Uh, and this is kind of funny, because I think this might be one of those creatures that took out his friend back then. Uh, the Lapiosaurus. <laughs> uh, and this is like three of them all at once, so that's like super funny. Coincidental, none other than that. Uh, as well as, of course, uh, not only uh, finding blue uh, or beta's blue or blue's beta, and trying to escape uh, with this, uh, Doctor Wong also escaped as well with uh, help of the group, which is everyone else, as well as a you know huge battle between the Tyrannosaurus Rex and the Thai uh, it's definitely a big creature with a massive head to, the, to say the least but even so um, of course with everything that's happening uh, a lot of things have come to fruition of course Owen and Claire uh, is reuniting with Beta and Blue with Maisie uh, our original team uh, Ellie and Alan, Al, Alan and Ellie are now rekindling the uh, relationship of a professional level uh, before testifying with uh, e Dr. Ian 
and Ramsey about biocene, about all that craziness happening. Uh, Dr. Wu manufact- uh, manufacture and release a pathogen to, cre- uh, did to eradicate the locusts that he kind of helped create. But at the same time, uh, with the whole world happening right now, uh, United Nations decided to declare a dinosaur sanctuary uh, for every single creature that is still existing to coexist with with almost everyone else. So of course, just like any uh, near extinct animals, there is always going to be a place uh, for this one. Now, uh, for this particular film, uh, or at least for this series, uh, I was kind of shocked that they have taken it out from a continuity, if you will, uh, of a uh, small local area and decided to bring about a full lecture area of how it's supposed to be, like something totally different, something totally new, but at least uh, also bringing ourselves to the to the whole idea of it is what it is. Uh, there is no kind of denying how the structure of the dinosaurs ever living and ever coming back into the world and we also have to understand when we saw Jurassic 3 we we still had an open chapter we had an open book of not only that these creatures can fly but also at the same time like how far can we take them to a global sense so uh, in a way yes I'm happy that they created this series as a continuation on how strange and odd there is. Also, there is actually an animated series uh, on Netflix, uh, which is Camp Create Chases, which is a Jurassic World animated series. So I'm I'm kind of happy that there is also like a little bit of telling. Not to mention several video games that was always involved with these things, uh, especially uh, when you were a kid back in the 90s. That you find yourself sitting, you can be either at a Chuck E. Cheese or a Discovery Zone or DZ or something like that, and you always find yourself sitting down playing a sit-down shooting game or shooting down dinosaurs or whatever. It's like almost like first-person point of view firing, you know. And it's always amazing to see those things, as well as seeing them back in consoles. How we're continuing the story of the, and I kid you not, we there was a game that literally continued from the third, the uh, the sec, the first one to the second one, was causing us to like, okay, this is how this person will become alive. Many ways, many different ways. Trust me, there's YouTube videos on that. So, uh, for this particular series, I'm happy that they not only start us off with how the previous series gave us. But at the same time, to bring almost to an end of how this sequel series gave us to the idea of how they are going to proceed on not only keeping majority of these uh, characters, but at the same time, like, how can we propel not only the side story of how genetic clothing was something totally new, but we tried it out with dinosaurs to how weirdly tie-ins 
that there was a person that we hap- happily involved to start the whole thing. Literally, like, uh, uh, day zero. Like, literally, the very first time you ever thought about concept and all that before day one. You know? Anyways, I do thank you for listening to this podcast. I greatly appreciate it. I thank you very, very much uh, to listen all the way at the very end because this is a particular series that I literally had to look up on how each uh, story or is each story that's inside each film is like crazily, you know, done. And at the same time, like how decisively that the design of the story propels our characters in it so once again i do think you appreciated that you were listening to this episode uh more are on the way uh for now uh till the next time uh you be good out there you be safe and as always see ya Hey guys, um, I know that you guys are listening to my cast, so I'm actually more than just on uh, Apple, surprisingly, I think. I'm also on Spotify, as well as Anchor.fm itself. Also, I am on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Public Radio. Just come over and onto uh, the Anchor website for me on... Uh, www.anchor.fm slash edcast20 that is www.anchor.fm forward slash edcast20 yeah just uh, shoot me an email or uh, keep listening to uh, more of my episodes uh, as I try my best to keep popping them up Until then, thanks for listening.